stories that I've heard in the past. This is a tendency that Google has that they will make changes and a lot of time breaking changes almost abruptly. I know same thing happened with Go at some point. I don't know exactly what it was that they changed, but it would essentially mean that you would need to relink everything in your projects in order to compile. But yeah, because if you leave like the implementation details to all these different vendors, since they have such different uh, agendas, mm-hmm. they they will always try whatever benefits them. Which you know you can't fault them for that. Oh, but, no, no, no. Yeah, but at the same time, like the the rest of the internet is using the technology. Like most of us don't implement the backbones of the internet; we build on top of it, and so mm-hmm. it doesn't. It just wouldn't make sense for something so basic as the web, not basic meaning su- fundamental. I think essential, yeah, fundamental, yeah, essential, essential yeah. to how we do things to be left to each one, you know, everyone's discretion. Because um, really, like, you know, this is this is this is still our our web. Um, yeah. you know, it's the world it's- wide web. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you were to make an analogy for it, maybe not a very good analogy, but an analogy nonetheless would be like um, like water distribution, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's part of the government's job to set up a proper infrastructure for distributing water to the people. Yeah. Same for electricity. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you have like this competition for different uh, companies or enterprises trying to, you know, find the better solution and <laughs> disrupt something so basic because it's like we need it all the time yeah. and we, we don't want to be having this problem with two park companies fighting over who should do what. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, again, like I said, maybe not a very good analogy, but one nonetheless, that's how I see yeah. certain internet services as being. Because again, in the end, that was the whole point of it, like access to information for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I still see a lot of, I still see a lot of value in in implementing solutions that are not necessarily generic, but standard um, for the rest of the population that, or, or you know, for the rest of the cons- uh, the consumer base. Um, so that that applies to the web. For example, even something that we use as programmers um, with Git, you know, Git is a standard. You know, there are other version control systems that are less commonly used, but Git has become uh, whether we whether it has the official status as official um, or has the status official, I should say, or if it's just you know like a lingua franca for what for version controlling, um, but it is. The, the default that a, a lot of us gravitate to but and so it, it is a set of tools that is just there it is built well and is well maintained and is well mm-hmm. documented um all the good things yeah. that we need for for uh for basically you know letting that technology kind of survive through uh, the ages but at the same time it's open source so um you know open source to the extent that if you really want to want to tweak uh, tweak 
the implementation a little bit and change a couple of things, you can do it. But even if you're mm -hmm. not technically technically inclined and you can't do it, um, or even if you are, but you just don't want to do it, it's still something that you know it's not going to break tomorrow. Um, which for the, I think for in, the internet and HTML5 and Flash and all of those discussions, it wasn't, there wasn't really a guarantee that it wasn't going to break. Like there's just, you can't have that guarantee because you have Adobe um, controlling the future of HTML5. And if Adobe decided that it wasn't in their best interest to support a, a non-commercial version of Flash, um, mm -hmm. then it wasn't in their best interest. And it, it's really yeah. hard to argue against that when they are the only ones, you know, putting that service yeah, technology out there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I see what you mean. And, you know, you mentioned Git, and it brought to, to my, I guess just to, to my mind, why is Git the source of uh, version control software? Because <laughs> you have Subversion uh -huh. and probably other things that I don't know of. I, I'm only familiar with Subversion and Git. And I'm just here wondering if people like Git because of what it stands for. You know what I mean? Like the actual word Git and how the name came to be and how that's one of Linus's, um, I'll call them masterpieces because the guy's genius. Yeah, actually, I, I never, I never, uh, cared to, f to look up the meaning of Git. Uh, I didn't actually know that it oh, stood Git for something. Idiot. Yeah. Git is idiot. Oh, it's like a British, it's a British, I'm not sure, but yeah, Git is basically idiot. Oh, 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 oh. I mean, I mean, yeah. Western dictionary that? says a foolish or worthless person oh man that's worse than what i saw <laughs> i just saw an unpleasant uh, unpleasant or contemptible person <laughs> and what's the origin what's the origin what's the origin uh it, 1930s <laughs> oh this is so this is uh yeah first known uh use of git as a noun in 1929, um, mm -hmm. uh, with the meaning this you know, that I just described, according to Merriam-Webster. But there's one example here that is kind of interesting. It says that mm -hmm. git of a brother of yours has ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm guessing it's very British. Maybe, maybe uh, British, maybe not. Who knows? Mm -hmm. All I know uh, is. If people were aware that that's the meaning of the word and the fact that Linus called the software Git because he's, you know, being rude and funny at the same time, we're like, I like this. It's a good branding. And they went for, they went for it. Then huh. maybe, yeah. Uh, dude, yeah, because I, I, I never thought of, I never thought of, of the meaning. I just thought, look, I mean, I looked at the word and it's like, okay, it's another word. Uh, just like Unix. <laughs> I mean, I know Unix, um, it's you know it's like one of those things like it's Unix it's uh, Linux you you know there's a meaning 
behind it, but it's not something that you care to investigate unless you're told about it. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Same thing for me. Someone told me. I don't remember who. But yeah, I just found that interesting because branding is really a thing. Uh-huh. And it's it's weird. I know back in like early 2000s, I was not a part of this debate. I am not that old. <laughs> I'm not old enough to remember what people were talking about in the 2000s. All I know is there was this debate between VHS and uh, what's the other one? Let me see. Sorry, Betamax, Betamax, I think. Betamax, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah. that old either, but yeah. I... I... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you just kind of, you know, you just learn about these things. And it's like, oh, yeah, VHS, VHS and Betamax, like, they're, like, the tapes or tape standards or formats, I would say. Uh-huh. Or just ways to put video in tape. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would say, like, a commercial household use. Mm-hmm. And apparently Betamax had better quality of image or I don't know something about how it played better and stored better and it had better quality uh-huh. as opposed to VHS but VHS won for some reason <laughs> it won the war for some reason isn't, isn't that amazing like you can you can definitely look at one thing and say okay this is better in every single aspect that we care about <laughs> yet this is not going to win the fight <laughs> <laughs> because ultimately people are gonna gonna care about something else uh yeah just... <laughs> it's interesting like if you were to go to the wikipedia page talk about the outcome of the, the, the videotape wars uh says that the main determining factor between betamax and vhs was the cost of the recorders and recording time mm. so betamax is superior recording format because it has a higher resolution better sound and more stable image but you see, they were also higher quality construction, but these differences were not important to the consumers. I see. So I'm guessing branding was also a thing because yeah. JVC was probably one of the bigger um, tape recorder companies, thing, something like that. Yeah, the, the big yeah. big manufacturers. Mm-hmm. And JVC did VHS. Oh, actually, they designed it. Never mind. (laughs) 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 So it was theirs. And you already see the TVs and the the players. And I don't know. That was the main thing that I saw. I don't know of a Betamax player. Never heard of it. (laughs) Uh, Maybe Betamax made one? I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I I also don't. I also don't. I also don't remember much about Betamax. Yeah, but this is something that now, like, it's interesting to think about because a lot of times, like you said, it may not be, like, maybe the best thing ever, like, the best thing that you could do, but if it doesn't sell, then what's the point? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. Trying to think of more examples like that. Can't really come with come up with one right now. But like Betamax and VHS was the big one. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking yeah. of Kid and Subversion. How you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
and I'm pretty sure that at least with Git, there might have been some care about how it implemented and how it performed. Because mm -hmm. I don't think that developers or I guess tech inclined people would be too uh, susceptible to getting on the bandwagon and following a brand. And it's funny I say this, and I realize that there's JavaScript. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what what it want to talk about a bandwagon and then you know and and how <laughs> you know how we I mean because because I mean a lot of technology succeeds um, despite of its shortcomings because of the support they get from uh community or just you know straight out you know uh industries uh or not industries but vendors um so say for example if when you know when apple releases a, a new macbook um and they install a lot of default you know software um, mm -hmm. besides say if they if they're going to do install like you know actual applications um, besides the the applications that they manufacture or that they uh that they build yeah say you know they're going to install another browser besides safari whatever browser they decide will become the next bigger browser the next you know the next big thing just because of you know People are not going to bother. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to yeah. bother uninstalling it, especially if it works. Uh, I mean, a lot of people yeah. use Safari, for example. I I, I like Safari, but uh, for work and stuff, I I mostly only use Firefox and uh, Chrome. Not in that order. Uh, I use you know Chrome most most exclusively for exclusively for work. Uh, work my job and Firefox for work that I do for myself. Um, yeah. I just, I personally like, if I could, I could, I would only use Firefox, but for the stuff that I do at work, sometimes Chrome just works better. Um, but for example, in my spare time, and if I'm just browsing the web and I, I don't want to do any development work, I actually find the Safari is a lot better on my battery and I can browse for longer and I don't have to worry about uh, a lot of the the other things that you know, like for example, Chrome opening a new you know system process for every tab that I have, like all that stuff that you know that just kills your battery and makes your computer yeah. feel very slug uh, sluggish. But mm -hmm. at the same time, I mean, I know that a lot of people use Firefox, and if they're not presented with those, uh, not Firefox, uh, Safari, and since they're not presented with the same dilemma. That, that we are presented with when we're developing uh, for the web or or something that we need to test in a browser. They're just browsing the web. They're just going to use Safari. The same way that a lot of folks are just going to use Internet Explorer when they get, uh, now I think, Edge for, <laughs> for, <laughs> for Microsoft. Because, you know, it is default and it's there. Like, what else um, are you going to do? <laughs> you know, I mean, we still have a lot of bugs that, people have to account for in like, you know, outdated versions of Internet Explorer because people have been using some computers for a long time and they don't care to update things that just come standard. Yeah, that is true. That makes sense. Yeah, because I've been in an environment where it's the standard is get Chrome. 
<laughs> so it's, it's it's like yeah but I, I understand that if it comes with it like path to least resistance you want to get something done you just use whatever is given to you and if it works it works yeah and yeah and i guess the whole association of things really does help in the sense of like you said for instance like a, a macbook that comes with firefox that people just use Firefox mm-hmm. from there on. Yeah. And same thing for Unix. Unix comes with Firefox by default, and that's what people use if people are using Unix. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I guess just this is going back to how, yeah, there's a whole bandwagoning phenomena, but so supported by the support that it has mm-hmm. although I, I will I'll have to say that I feel like with JavaScript uh, libraries or frameworks it may <laughs> it may be a little bit out of hand <laughs> a little bit and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah because the thing is I don't have much experience with it I don't use JavaScript that much and I guess I've tried using it in the past, but it was I never had enough time to sit down and either learn a framework and use it to some project. And there's always the whole, well, which one do I use? For instance, like if we were to like just build front ends, there's like fifteen hundred options. <laughs> you have React, then you have Angular. Yeah, Vue, Vue.js. Vue.js. Yeah, Vue.js. I don't know. Who, who owns Vue? Well, uh, Evan, Evan, Evan Yu uh, owns Vue. Okay. Because I know React is owned by Facebook and Angular is owned by, by Google. And uh, my opinion, Google frameworks are finicky, mm-hmm. to say the least. Like their products are fine, but when it comes to develop uh, development tools, ooh, <laughs> it can get frustrating. Like, yeah. <laughs> very yeah. frustrating. Yeah, I know. You, I, I, uh, maybe you agree, maybe you don't. Do you use Angular at all? I I do not. I, I I've only really 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 used uh, Vue.js. Um, okay. I have tried, I've tried using React and I failed horribly at getting it installed and uh, actually running and, f- and following a tutorial. And after a very stressful uh, setup period, uh, you know, setup experience uh, that didn't work, I was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. And I stopped for, for, for a long time until eventually I found Vue. I don't remember how I came across Vue. Uh, Vue.js, but I remember really liking how simple it was to just get up and running with it. I installed mm-hmm. it like I had a website that I just wanted to add some some interactivity to, and I just basically pulled the library from a CDN and started using Vue as if as if you know as if, as if nothing happened, just like yeah. that. Yeah, it's like, and, like kind of like Bootstrap. That's weird. Exactly, it felt very straightforward to me like i understood a, a lot of a lot of the concepts uh, of course you know not not right away uh 
went to the web yeah, and yeah. you know found found uh, found answers on Stack Overflow and stuff like that. But also, it it seemed very clear about what it wanted to do and what it didn't want to do. So yeah, I've been so I haven't gone back to react i know for i mean a lot of people swear by react and they you know that's what that that's their uh brand yeah, and butter, that's, but, the, that's the standard that's the fastest use it yeah everybody uses react apparently but yeah but for me you know, if, if netflix uses it then everybody uses it yeah i, I just, mean that's not, that's not what they that what they mean but that's how it sounds to me mm-hmm. i mean the, the thing too like that it's so it's so um, misleading when, you know, when people say, oh, you know, Facebook uses, of course, Facebook uses React. But like when they say uh, Netflix uses React or and Apple uses, you know, Vue, because what I have found is that companies use, yes, they, it, you know, I don't, I don't believe that all these companies are lying. I actually do believe that they're, they're being very, very clear, very honest, because usually, you know, Apple you know, maybe some team at Apple will actually publicly admit, uh, maybe on Twitter or something, hey, you know, we actually use Vue and this is our contribution. Or maybe you go to GitHub and you see that a lot of contributors to the to the library are people that actually use the library and they'll say, oh, you know, this person works at Apple. So I understand that. But one thing that I've noticed as well is that these companies have different teams with diff- uh, different needs. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of times you have... A, a team at Apple that is building, for example, the team at Apple that builds the uh, app, Apple Music experience for for non Mac users, those people that want to use the browser for for their uh, you know yeah, Apple Music mean, experience, yeah. they use Ember JS. They don't use Vue. They don't use React. They use Ember JS, which is uh, in a lot of circles a lot lesser known. Uh, I've actually did use Ember a lot, and I, it's, it's still. Of all three, of all four that we mentioned, Angular, React, Vue, uh, Ember, Ember, I kind of like Ember better for like its design patterns, but just mm-hmm. out of like out of usability and being able to just drop a CDN link, like I find that Vue is more kind of like what I sometimes need. Yeah. But but at, like Ember was created uh, in part from within Apple and Apple uses it and Netflix, a lot of contributions to Ember also come from Netflix. Um, that they're like you, you can find you know, on on YouTube various videos from like you know different teams at, at at Netflix where they talk about how they use you know Ember for certain um, certain uh, enterprise applications yeah. that they have uh, mm-hmm. because you know we're not talking about the 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 Netflix that we consume. We're talking about the uh, the Netflix for say. NBC and you know Universal Studios like there is a different Netflix experience for them right because they they need to upload content they need to be paid yeah. and stuff like that yeah and, that's, a, that's a different experience because it's, it's something else entirely yeah exactly yeah and they use Ember for that so it's it's so it so even when I see that these websites when they say you know yes it's used by Apple and stuff we have to understand the context maybe a team at Apple a team made of 10 people building this one customer experience is using view, but this other team is using react and they're just as happy and app, you know, and if Apple is not making the, the, the framework, even if it is, they may not even have a, 
have a preference. I guess, you know, they may have some standards. I actually don't know. Uh, but, you know, I, I believe they have some standards. But, like, I, you know, I don't know if the standards uh, necessarily say you can only use libraries such and such. I don't I don't know. So yeah. that's also misleading sometimes. I, yeah. I like to think that at least with bigger companies, there's more of this sense of, you know, being pragmatic, this pragmatism mm -hmm. with we could be, you know, super fussy about which tool we use or which tool we think is our favorite because, you mm -hmm. know, something like, oh, I like this because, I don't know, red's my favorite color. <laughs> and having this sort of dogmatism towards which tool to use and making, like, <sighs> making it too personal mm -hmm. where, in the end, it's all about getting the job done. Yeah. And if there's a tool that gets the job done quicker, then use it. Yeah. Now, well, well, not quicker. No, let me rephrase that because you can you can something quick, but it doesn't you know <laughs> that it breaks. But a good solution, you know, mm -hmm. something that works consistently and in a very and that can be delivered in a relatively decent time frame. Then yeah, yeah go for it. Yeah. Be it be it React, be it Ember, be it Vue, but I'm not going to say Angular. <laughs> yeah. Because with Angular, <laughs> it's a thing with Angular, and this, I, I have a personal bone to pick with that, and it's not because of... It's more in regards to the support or the maintenance of it. Okay. Or specifically, the maintenance of a lot of Facebook... Oh, not Facebook, I'm sorry, uh, Google development tools. I see. So, yeah, like I do, I, I, I work in machine learning and I tend to use some libraries, right? And mm -hmm. uh, there's Facebook's PyTorch, which is my favorite because it's the most straightforward to me. It's the one that gets me, you know, up and running very quickly. And there's also TensorFlow, which works well, as well works well, but so... It's the story of how this one time uh, TensorFlow went from one point something, 1.5, I mean, I think, to 2.0. Okay. And Yeah. And as you can imagine, it's a major version change and it breaks everything <laughs> that was done <laughs> in the previous version. And people had to put in some amount of work to, you know, convert that and make it so that they can make it work. And from my understanding, like from stories that I've heard in the past, this is a tendency that Google has that they will make changes and a lot of time breaking changes almost abruptly. I mean, yeah, they have some support for like a transition period, but it's still kind of out of the blue. Mm. It's not very stable. I, I know same thing happened with Go at some point. Go, the programming language, it was one time that they decided to, I don't know exactly what it was that they changed, but it would essentially mean that you would need to relink everything in your projects in order to compile. 
huh. or linked to something else. Like I guess they were using dynamic libraries, or they weren't using dynamic libraries, or something like that. I don't know. I don't know the details, but I know that it was a change that broke everything. A lot of things. I might be exaggerating a little bit, but mm-hmm. yeah, just something that things to happen. I see. This also ties back to what we were talking about. Um, mm. uh, you know, at the very start, like when we we're talking talking about HTML and 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 Flash, mm-hmm. how it, it is it is important that a lot of the tools that we use are sort of maintained, but also owned in a more collective manner. And there's a lot more input before things. For example, like there's the World Wide Web Consortium. Of, uh, mm-hmm. I, said, I think that's what it's yeah, called. WCC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they, you know, they have input, and and also I think there's like the different vendors. So Fire, so Mozilla for Firefox. You have mm-hmm. Apple. You have Google, and you have you know Microsoft. They also uh, contribute to the standards, and because they're different vendors, they have different needs. They can mm-hmm. sort of bring um, a lot of ideas to the table, and Mozilla kind of acts acts like the, you know, the Mozilla is really like representing us, <laughs> like because <laughs> because Google uh, and, like the most neutral, the like the regular Joe. Exactly because I mean they they will go sometimes they will you know they will uh, because you know it's it, the Mozilla Foundation is is uh, what is the name it's it's a nonprofit uh, that's the thing so. Mm. So they, yeah, they, you know, they're in there for the web. Like they, they care about the web. They care mm-hmm. about, you know, the usability of the web and, 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 and things like that. Accessibility and how, how free it is for people to use it. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't, I don't claim that, you know, Google and, and Apple, they don't care. I mean, I do, believe, I, I do still believe I, that I they, care. Care. I care. they yeah. They don't really care. Mm-hmm. It, it supports their business and it, it would hurt them to suggest anything that would, Otherwise, be against the entire principle of the internet. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. If, if you're making it hard for people to connect, how can you connect them to your product? You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that's very counterproductive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I see. I see that. But you know, you have these companies. They 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 come. You know, they get together. They they talk about uh, what needs to be added, what could be improved, and sometimes, yes, you know. They may still have discrepancies. You mean you may you may have some web APIs that only really really work well in one browser versus another, or in mm-hmm. you know in yeah say one browser, but sometimes that one browser in that platform, like maybe you know Safari for the web for for the desktop versus Safari for you know for iPad um, or, you know, Firefox for desktop versus, you know, all that's all that jazz. But when you have something like Google owning basically the whole stack, I mean, it's their prerogative. I, I still believe that. But like if the web or if, if the industry becomes so reliant on those technologies and, and now Google decides, listen, we are, ultimately an advertisement uh company you know we're mm-hmm. here to sell ads and go doesn't help us sell ads like if if tomorrow <laughs> google decides that that's the vision i mean it, it it's a lot of upkeep for for all of us that want to use those libraries and those technologies to keep up mm-hmm. with that or if google decides that they're going to phase that technology uh, phase it out but they don't tell you right away so they just incrementally 
keep changing the library and you think, okay, maybe version five is going to be more stable. And they release version five only to tell you that this is the last one we're ever going to support and it's going to break everything that you ever did. But I'm also <laughs> going to, but before, before I tell you that, I, I push you to upgrading to five, right? So I push you to upgrading to five and then, um, when I expect 5.1 to, to, to be released, I just say, listen, I'm dropping the mic. This is it. <laughs> so now, and you know, we, we do believe that because, you know, because of just how many projects we have that are free and open source, we sometimes don't, don't really understand that that that's a reality that could just happen tomorrow for any framework. Um, and f- yeah. Frameworks could become, from baby frameworks that have always been open source, but maybe they had never implemented the uh, GPL licenses. Licenses were like you know it's it's open source forever and sort sort of stuff. Maybe they mm-hmm. have different licenses where they can say, listen, from now on, we're going to create a fork of this that is going to implement all the nice things, and it's only going to be for commercial users, and that's. Mm-hmm. That's the prerogative of the of the maintainers. Um, someone can create a clone, but that clone may take a while to to gain pop, you know popularity, and all the features there may not propagate to the rest of us. So all these things that we, so it's that's why I see it's it's still very important for us to have some sort of agreement as to what constitutes standard uh, software for the for you know specifically in this case for the web. I even go you know a lot of a lot of it's used you know for like you know web servers and stuff like that um mm-hmm. but i know it's not just that but you can't also tell the i also see that from the perspective of the creators creators of these libraries you can't be told that you're creating something yeah. that you're losing ownership <laughs> or you know yeah because yeah. yeah, it's very difficult because at the same time it's from the point of view of the creator you're being held hostage. Exactly. It's like, oh man, I can't do anything. I can't just drop this because these people are using it. And it's like, oh man, all this responsibility and all this accountability that I gotta have. And it's it's tough, but I guess that's just the way that things are. That's the expectation with whenever you release a product that people use, that you're gonna be held hostage by its consumers. Yeah. That's and that's a sad reality. Yeah, it's a sad reality. And I gotta say, I gotta give props to people and organizations who actually do that. I imagine if I were to make like, you know, some programming language, like say the Z programming language and put it out there. And it turns out that it's really, really, you know, useful. And it turns out I just made it for fun or because I just had one problem that I wanted to solve. But turns out that a lot of people have the same problem. They start using it more and more and they expect me to maintain it and keep up with it because that's the same the thing with all these technologies that they will always evolve because in this world of ours, nothing is stagnant. There's always something new, always something out there and always some better way of doing things like say hardware gets better and you need to keep up with that you can't just stop yeah you have to you know do something about it and it's it it's it is really 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 just hard to do that yeah especially if we're talking about free and open source because for the most part there's no incentive to do it other than contributing like there's no monetary reward for that unless people donate but again that is not a guarantee it's not something they should count on for you to go and do something, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, I gotta say, I gotta give props to well, companies maybe, maybe not, because they have they make profit in some way or another. But organizations that have no means of having any influx of of cash for their work, man, I gotta give it up to them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh man, there's a lot of trust that has to happen there. Yeah. Like, like we talked before, like from the viewpoint of the customer, you're relying on um, the maintainers and the creators of these things, or these tools that we're using, and it 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 really is a bit of a of a uncertain situation where you're relying on this technology, and if it's just dropped and it's dropped, we can't do anything about that. Yeah. And from the viewpoint of the people making these technologies, like, hey, I mean, we need to have the freedom to do what we think is necessary to reach our goals. And sometimes these goals may be just serving the community, but sometimes I mean, you want to be better or something like that. And it's it's just that thing of, you know, the symbiosis of we rely on them and they rely on us and we need to trust each other. Otherwise, this isn't going to work. Yeah. It's like a marriage, right? <laughs> <laughs> True. Well, true, true, maybe. Because the thing is, with, with, with the framework, you could just drop and go away as a customer. You're like, ah, I don't like this and go. You can just walk away from your marriage. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can, but you shouldn't. Uh, yeah. You, you, well, you, you can't from the perspective that you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can't just do it. Uh, I'm not much of a gamer, but I, I thought of a, a game gamer's analogy it's not a pro move to just walk away <laughs> yeah, it's not a pro move it's it's a it's a weak move don't don't do that don't be that guy yeah gotta yeah. Be, gotta be that guy that like after a couple knockouts still wins the round because <laughs> you like i i wish i can withstand you know all the blows that i can get but uh, uh i'm stronger than this <laughs> yeah and just Man, so, just just so for clarification, you're not fighting your partner. You're fighting yeah. the situations that would otherwise cause you to leave your partner. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. Would, good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we can wrap this up by finding a good uh, conclusion. So, in conclusion, <laughs> <laughs> I was looking making a conclusion. That was symbiosis thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I hope it works. I mean, if not, it's whatever. I mean, it's, it is what it is. Yeah. Conclusion is, you know, don't use Angular. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs>